Well, hello, all of my best friends. This is Jeremiah of the band O Jeremiah of the podcast O Jeremiah Talks. Happy Wednesday. We got a brand new episode for you. Man, oh man, what a week it is. We have our first show of the pandemic this week. We have new music coming out next week. May's just a big month. It's Aaron's birthday, which we're all excited about. We don't talk about any of that stuff. What we do talk about in this episode is Coldplay. So they have a new song called Higher Power. And Coldplay is one of those formative bands for me. We talk about uh, just kind of their impact on me, their lack of impact on Aaron, and it's a it's a really great time. So it's very there's very little that comes up in the in the new song Higher Power. It's mostly about the song Fix You, which we also released today our cover of Fix You on our Patreon page. So Aaron just had the idea, hey, I want to like, what if we just made a cover of this song since we're talking about it so much? So we that's what we did. So if you go over to our Patreon and our music subscription, we just uh, uploaded a cover of Fix You. And uh, the other half of this conversation is also on Patreon. It is all about the TV show Friends, which is another hugely impactful part of my upbringing. And Aaron is getting into it now for the first time. So we talk a lot about that. This is a really fun episode about two things that I'm very passionate about. So I hope you have a great time. If you want more, go to patreon.com slash Jeremiah. And until then, enjoy our conversation about Coldplay. Let's I go. I wanted to be you talking on the intro. I will kill together. Yeah. Okay, can you sing the Please? song you were just singing to me? Wait, no, you were just singing a song to me. That, so one of the Is things we enough? do... Uh, you yeah. were just singing a song to me, and I want you to sing it. So it was this new hit song that we're currently working on. It's called, I No, My Goose Has Been Cooked. I Have Delicious Eyes. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> I wasn't a part of that song. This is a song that I was a part of. Go ahead. Five, one, two, three. I am the dragon kicker. Yeah, we, we get in these moments where we just get, like, really... We're in a mood. We're in a, it, it has to be a mood. And it usually happens, uh, like, five minutes before we arrive in a city. Like, whenever yeah. we're, like, pulling into a city on tour. Especially you, but I lately I've been doing it at home. Yeah, because we get Babe, we just get excited. With me. Go ahead. No, I, go I, ahead. Go I, ahead. But the mood the mood's got to be right. It's, it's it's super right. Like we're still in the space, and you know it. Okay, so uh, you're the the part that I love today was. I am the dragon kicker. Uh, pooping like rainbows because I'm a cousin to a unicorn. Yes. Duh. No, that was and perfect. And I will lick her because <laughs> I'm a dragon kicker. Yes. That, that was a, an amazing impression of the songs we were singing earlier. Dragons are your cousins to unicorns. That's what you should walk away with yeah. knowing from this I episode. Think, I think that's the theme of this whole podcast. It's not your... about dragons wanting to kick. It's about them being unicorns. Cousin, yeah. So this is already this is already just flying off the rails. Ever seen a dragon poop? Nope. It's rainbow. N- not once. Uh, whatever happened to um, Game of Thrones? W- no. Oh. Whatever happened to the? Oh man, what is it called? The potty. Uh, the squatty it? potty. The squatty potty that had a unicorn as its as its um, as its mascot. Uh, what happened to that? Because that was like so popular at one point. If I had to guess, I think it, enough people realized that if they just put two stacks of books 
Yeah. On the side. So if you're not familiar, the squatty potty is this little plastic thing that fits on your toilet and you prop it out. You put your feet up so that way you have better posture for healthier pooing. Because they say it helps your, um, for lack of a better word, rectum open up. (laughs) Well, that's true. I mean, they don't really say that in the thing. But here's my question. Do you think maybe people are just like, maybe I just need more fiber? Maybe, but so I remember <laughs> the pitch it got to the pitch for me was, I mean, look at your dog whenever it goes to the bathroom. It needs a it stool. Has, yeah. So you're supposed no, to like bend. It, but don't. Okay. Get, sorry. Let's stop talking about this. Um, I can tell some people are uncomfortable. Yeah. Present company included. Yeah. Uh, how, how are you? Great. My love. We were recording this on Mother's Day. So if you were a mother. Uh, or if you were a mothering figure yes. to someone in your life. Uh, happy Mother's Day. Or even if you've, uh, yeah, I don't know how to cover all of the bases here. Yeah, I don't either. Because it's hard. I, I don't even, because um, I often wonder where I fit in on this holiday as well. So yeah, it's complicated. It's complicated. Um, so if, if you've got complicated feelings, we are complicated with you. Yeah. And we love you and we hope you're you're feeling okay today. And if you're not, you have someone to talk to about talk with about it yeah um well you're listening to this on maybe a wednesday it's not mother's day but anyways just wanted to give you a quick compliment because i I know you love compliments i really i cannot emphasize enough how much i love getting complimented i just think that you've been a really great husband and partner to me over the last few days wow that is a very that is a very good compliment specifically speaking i need you to go into detail yeah yeah. For sure. For it, sure I need that. It's hard. I have friends that also need specific detail too and I'm not very good at that cuz I'm like, uh, it took a lot of energy well, for it's me a really to even great, say it. It's a really great compliment and for you to be able to go, I have not one example I can offer you. Makes me feel like maybe she didn't mean the compliment. No, no I do. It just like, you know, how much it just kind of like cost a lot, I guess, for me to have to It's hard. Well, we're we're doing a buy one get really, one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, sure. Because I don't, I don't really feel like crying today. So, oh, okay. Because um, when you give me really good compliments, you cry. Oh man, you're so the it, best crier. It's really annoying. You are the best crier I know, because you use it as, uh, like, I don't know. You, you, your crying has its own color spectrum. Where, like, when I cry, it's because I'm sad. When mm-hmm. you cry, it's, like, because I'm so overwhelmed with love mm-hmm. because I haven't had enough food this morning. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Like, you just, you're really good at crying. And it, it always makes the moment more special. Now, yeah. that being said, cry and give me more give specific compliments. compliments. Go ahead. No, I just, like, there are a lot of moments. Um, we have our first show this weekend we have Yay. to talk about it. We're going to talk about it for Yay. sure. Yeah. That's when I will cry, but continue. But also I can't, because that's next weekend, I kind of approach this weekend with a very, uh, like kind of a scarcity mindset. Like I, I think I told you this, like I immediately got to Friday and said, okay, Aaron, this is your last chance to rest before you go out of town. Right. And that's just, that's just not true. But my brain was telling me that was true because like, We've, since COVID life, like, we've gotten into the rhythm of, of, like, the average person that works, like, a Monday through Friday job. When yeah. used to, we would work from, like, Thursdays to Sundays. Yeah. And then have other odd jobs in the middle of the week, you know? Like, I would typically rest on, like, a Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. But now I feel like I'm in the flow of, like, the weekend rest and, like, I've... 
because I pick up on people's energy and like emotions like so well, it was really easy for me to fall into the flow of relaxing on the weekend because I could feel everyone else was relaxing on the weekend. Yeah. But so that I adapted to that lifestyle much quicker than I adapted to work hard on the weekends and like rest on the weekdays, if that makes sense. Right. So now that I'm coming up on like a weekend of like, you know, I'm still doing the jobs that I'm doing while we're having our first show back while I've also since all of this, like I've never been in school while like I haven't had this much going on at once right? before I haven't had to navigate so many areas of my life. So I kind of started to panic and was like, what are we going to do about the podcast? Like, am, are we going to have time for it next week? Right. And all this kind of stuff. But, um, so that's kind of, but all that being said, oh yeah, compliment. I'm, I'm don't were, worry, I'll bring us back around. I know, I know. <laughs> but you did just like a really good job of just like looking at my schedule, telling me what I could take off my schedule realistically, and also being like, hey, I'm gonna make dinner tonight. Like, how else can I like make sure that you're taken care of? We did a last minute brunch after church today, which was super sweet. And like you, you were just always into, like you were just so willing to like meet me where I was at. Yeah. And relieve any stress that I had in a really kind way. Well, it's it's really interesting when I know there are times when you're frustrated or you're upset and my job as the husband or as your partner is to go, wow, that, that freaking sucks. And then I did my job. That's it. That's all you needed. Yes. But there are other times where I can tell you're – it's very similar. I have to read the room and go, oh, we could really – solve this right now if we right put our heads together we can make this go away you've gotten better at knowing when i need what yeah because sometimes, sometimes i'll be like, like come sit down come tell me everything that happened yeah and then i'll be like you know what you should do you should just cut her out and then you're like no no i just needed to complain <laughs> or whatever it is yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what i mean so uh yeah I, I i receive that i take that i'm washed over with that compliment it yeah. feels great if it's very summery does it really build you up it builds me up. I, I felt like I was a good husband to you this week. I being your husband is my favorite job. Mm-hmm. So I think I also I feel like I affirmed you a lot in over the weekend. Yeah, we had a great like I feel like I've like I've gotten a lot better at telling you when I appreciate you. Yeah. I think we were just we were just a good team this weekend, which I think is well, great. Well, because like I I'm starting to finally lose the worry that you're resentful to me for being in school. Yeah, no, and that just resentment was never there. Yeah, and I and I'm starting to like believe and live in that. Yeah. So, well, that's great, babe. It's uh, normal. Yeah, it's great. So let's um talk okay. about let's talk let's about talk about let's talk about what we're talking about today. Let's talk about what we're talking about. So we're today we're talking about one of my all time most inspirational, aspirational, influential bands, the band Coldplay. honest with you go ahead i didn't really grow up listening to coldplay i have a very i don't have a ton of um memories with them that's hard for me to that's hard for me to imagine i'm so sorry even the song which we'll talk about later again we'll get to fix you fix you i i mean everyone's like oh that song and i'm like i don't have any memories with that song except recently they've been playing it in the yin yoga class if you want me to cry in a movie Put the bridge to fix you in it. Where it starts going. Yes. Yes. 
It doesn't matter what. It could be like figure skaters. That <laughs> like it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just picture. It does not sorry, matter. Sorry. They're like lacing up, lacing up their boots in like Blades of Glory, where it's uh, Will Ferrell. Like a triple axle. Yes, de- deluxe. It does not matter. I will cry. That song mm. has such a. It has anchored its teeth into the DNA of my music career. When did that song? Why, why is that such a big song for people? Because it's been placed well. It's been placed well, but that was in the air. So, I, I, we kind of got to go back. My hunch is that that was whenever Coldplay went from British soft rock to arena rock. Okay. Because they started out like a piano band, like with Yellow. I remember they played the, it's either the Grammys or one of those like televised award shows, and it was like very somber. Like they were doing Yellow, and it was just like beautiful. Chris Martin was just waving his arms, and he felt very Britishy, and you know, yeah. just like soft rock. And then Fix You came, and it was like, oh, this is a rock band. And we didn't know I because they have had very specific eras of the Coldplay catalog that got them to where they are now. Like, if, like oh. if you listen to Green Eyes, uh, like if you were a fan of Coldplay Green Eyes, you would not like the song that came out on Friday. Okay. Or like if it existed back then because it's such a different band than what the band was. Sure. Question. Go ahead. And this is coming from someone who doesn't have a ton of history with them. Yeah. You, know, you know that. Yeah. There's my disclaimer. And I'm mostly just kind of like, anyways, is Fix You a pop version of a Christian song? Okay. Or is CCM amazing, music? Amazing or is observation. Music just a I version would argue, of Fix You? No, I would argue. Which one came first? Coldplay is a huge influence on CCM music. Specifically, the Fix You song. Okay, see, I was kind of joking, but also a little bit serious. No, growing up in like Southern Baptist world, I would go to churches that they would play that song because, like, it's like there's like acting as if like God will fix you. I I guess I don't know, but it but it's like it works. Some like some I mean some churches play like red top forty songs. You know, the build works. It works, but I think that build made its way into CCM like it's in every CCM song when mm. you listen to like wh- whenever you're at a big mega church that build is gonna happen at some point it's in, in the a service. lot of them it's in a lot it's of not them. just mega I, I feel like it's anywhere but yeah I, I was mostly making a joke but also realizing that there are a lot of similarities in terms of structure well the crossover of Coldplay and that world are really really obvious to mm. me like they're like if you know I did well like Christian bands that we've seen well, bands that we've seen live yeah. that are Christian will often cover Fix You. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that so, what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, so like if it was a bubble map of bands that uh, play in church and bands that listen to Coldplay, they, like, they would probably be like very similar in the dichotomy or whatever. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, from what I know of Coldplay, I really, I really like them. Um, I, my brain can't get Gwyneth Paltrow out of my head. Yep. And what else do I associate? Because old Gwyneth was married to Chris Martin. Can we go ahead and talk about Fix You where we have it? Because then I feel like we, we need to move on to their new song after that. Okay, go ahead. So we, in this, so Coldplay released a new song called Higher Power. Another reason. Like, That's sparking th- our conversation today. Yeah. So as someone that has been a devout Coldplay fan, even though I have not liked their last two albums, 
I still show up for them because they were the gateway band to who I am now. Because I jumped off of Blink-182 train onto Coldplay train. And Coldplay is a really – it reminds me of the game uh, Ticket to Ride. They call it a gateway game because when you're playing Ticket to Ride, it makes you want to play other board games. And then you get – then you become like a board game fan. Coldplay made me a – it was a gateway into both acoustic music and rock – like bigger rock band music. So I always have this like keen devotion to Coldplay because their album Viva La Vida is probably top five most influential records of all time to me. Do we still have that cover online? Uh, I think we do. I think we have. I think we have a cover of Viva La Vida online on somewhere. On YouTube, yeah. Yeah, I think we do. I, I thought that you always used to loop that, and I always thought it was really cool. Yeah, um, I, that song means a lot to me. That I, I remember when Violet Hill came out. I remember thinking, this is a song that feels like a novel, and I remember thinking, oh, that's a powerful thing. Just very complex. Yeah. Um, how many? They must have several albums out. Oh, they have so many albums. Yeah, I would love. They would be really fun to see live. Have you seen them live? I've never seen them live. Can you imagine the audience singing out, singing "Fix You"? Do you think they feel like they have to play "Fix You" every time they're at a show? Oh my gosh, yes. So another thing I love about Coldplay, I've always been a huge fan of live albums. They crush live they, albums. Yes, I I know. I actually agree. I agree. With that, they yeah. do amazing live albums. And when you get to, they did a um, they did a live record called "Left Right Left Right," and it, they gave it away on their Milo Zilato tour. And the version of Fix You on that record is so powerful. And you can't get it anywhere now. They took it offline, and it was it was only available for a minute. Yeah. But it was so amazing. And that version of Viva La Vida was really amazing. Because to, to be a band that big and to have that big of a crowd singing alone on a record, it is just so powerful. Are they so good live? They're so good live. Chris Martin has the biggest range of anyone that i can think of like next to like um and now i know that yeah his his range is so low and it goes so high like you had to take fix you down because on patreon this week we're doing an acoustic version of fix you where you sing it and you had to take it down because his parts were too high and whenever i do them i have to take them up because they're too low yeah i I took it down a step and um also, uh, yeah, you if you're a Patreon person and you're going to listen to it, I didn't grow up listening to them, so might not do some parts the way you would expect it. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I also peaked the mic twice. Well, it was uh, it's it's one of those moments where you're I because I, I told you because they came out with Higher Power and I was like, you know, it'd be really cool if you like covered a Coldplay no, song. I said it. No, no, I text you and I said you should cover Fix You. And you were like, on Patreon? And I was like, I, no, I'm in at a show. Oh, that's the idea I had. And you were like, oh, well, I should do it on Patreon. So, it, Oh, should we do it at shows too? Or I think be... so. I think that would kill. We are Christians in a band, so that lines up. I mean, come on. <laughs> so like, we are the bubble chart. Uh, but the it's it, they just released a song called Higher Power. And I had the same feeling I had for their last two records where I was like, I don't know if they're going to release music that I like anymore. Can I tell you a, my opinion on it? Go ahead. And first I did it and like really love it. And I was like, I don't know if I'll listen to it again. Here's how I think I would have been like, save this song to to one of my favorite playlists. Had I seen it in a movie. Mm. 
it would have been so powerful, I think. Okay. Can you picture that? I can. I can picture it. Yeah. I think, uh, okay, Chris Martin. Yep. Writes the songs. Yes. And he plays often like keys, guitar. Yep. Is he the face of Coldplay? No. So he, I mean, when people say Coldplay, it's like it, they picture Chris Martin, but the whole band could, is I, represented. I couldn't even point him out in a crowd. Chris Martin, you couldn't? Yeah. Oh, uh, I I would be the front of that crowd chasing and kissing his armpit. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. So Chris Martin, I, he writes the songs. They in the band, like I, I, for some reason, all I can think of is Will Champion, who's either the bass player, or the drummer, or the guitar player. I can't remember. It sounds like they're really important. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Why do we all Chris, know Chris writes Martin the songs. You know, because like, he married Gwyneth Paltrow. No, because he's in one of the biggest bands in the world. What I is know. it with you and Gwyneth Paltrow? I Goop just... is not that good. Like, let it go. You don't even know. I do know. Every time have I look, it's like... Have you seen the documentaries? Like, yeah, they're like, no, here's a dragon egg. If you no, lick you it, you'll become... No, you have not even seen the documentaries. No, you're right, because I don't think I would be into it. But I, did, <sighs> I was listening to an interview with her, Babe. and she said that her and Chris were having dinner, and he looked at her yes. really funny. And he said, hey, I need a minute. And then he walked into a room, wrote Paradise, and came back out before dinner was over. Yeah, he wrote it in like five minutes. Yeah, he, in a lot of ways, is our Paul McCartney. Like, he's very, very prolific. He writes smash it after smash it. Like, his song with Chainsmokers, the one, uh, been reading books of old, ba ba da ba the um, something just like this. That song was I like that everywhere. Song. I love that song. It was everywhere. I like that song a lot. That at, gets people, like, going. Yeah. At weddings, that's one of the songs that gets people on the dance floor. Yes. I yeah. mean, I start dumping up and down. No, I know. But to imagine that the same guy that wrote Yellow wrote that song or The Scientist. Go back to The I'm, Scientist. I am just now seeing how big of an impact Coldplay has had on your life because when you look back at all of the gigs that we did, excluding weddings, right, because weddings are like they tell you what songs they want to hear. But whenever you think back to all of our dinner gigs that we used to do, like three-hour gigs where we got to pick the songs, we have probably covered Coldplay more than any other band. Yeah, they were. We did Yellow, The Scientist, Viva La Vida. I mean, I, don't, I can't go through the whole list. I'm, I'm sure we just we... did Fix You. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, three out of a long list is, like, a lot for you, for one artist. Well, whenever I'm trying band, to cover sorry. a song, I'm trying to go, what's a song I don't have to learn because I already know it? Like, Yeah, you're like, I already know the lyrics. Because to me, it's like, I don't want to learn lyrics. I just want to know the song. But we often would trade parts because too low, too high. And yeah. so we would just, like, on, was it the scientist we would trade chorus and verses with each other yeah because he has a a beautiful falsetto that i just don't have but he also has a song called yes off of their viva la vida album and it is like the low it sounds like he's like leonard cohen like just like croaking low notes out i don't know that song yeah it's it's a deeper cut but the the reason why coldplay has such a, a huge impact on me and why when they release a song like higher power i get just as excited because when Blink-182 releases a song, I get excited. Like, they had such an impact on me. Coldplay had such a huge impact on me. And their bands like Dave Matthews Band that got me to where I am. Like, I still want them in my life, even if I don't really like their music anymore. Yeah. So Higher Power came out. I've listened to it probably 20 times since it came out on Friday. And the first listen, I thought, oh, this is vanilla ice cream with sprinkles. It's like... On the surface, it looks like it's going to be something fun, 
but at the root of it, it's like only vanilla. And the more I listen to it, the more I like it, which surprised me because usually it has the opposite of effect. But I just think when you've been a band as big as Coldplay, you can't afford to not write an arena rock anthem. Yeah. I also, it's interesting you say like how you listen to music because, and whenever you, you usually don't, I would, I would say you do, you often do change your mind in time. Yeah. But with me, I hear something and I can tell you within the first 20 seconds if I'm going to feel it or or if I'm going to like it or not. Yeah. But this time I actually am liking it more as, as I listen to it. Yeah. And that's unusual for me. I would say that's not very unusual for you though. Yeah. Well, I love the title of the song, Higher Power. And I wanted the song to be like more, it just like. There's so that just evokes so much like word it's more pictures than you want it to be like emotional. Yeah, because when you listen to Viva La Vida and you listen to Violet Hill like that record, he did an amazing job writing smash hits that had so much depth to them that that whole record is like um, the the first song I I heard by them that made me a, like feel like I'm the fan I am now was a song called Lost. And it was uh, just because I'm losing doesn't mean I'm lost. Like it, he writes great lyrics, but the bigger they get, the more shallow arena rocky they have to stay because now they have like, you know, they have stuff on the line now. Viva La Vida feels pretty heady to me with lyrics. Oh, it's so heady. Like the lyrics are so And then thoughtful. Fix You is just like so simple. It makes me wonder like what kind of headspace he was in for those. Well, he is such a he's such a great singer that he can get away with singing bad lyrics and they they still come off earnest. Like if I came up and I said, if I started a song with um, tears stream down your face when you lose someone you can't replace, like you, you'd be like, dude, get off the stage. <laughs> but he sings it so earnestly that you're like, no, I believe every freaking word of that. Yeah. So we have a cover of that on Patreon. Yeah. So uh, our music... Uh, tier of Patreon has a cover of you singing Fix You. And it was as powerful to me as I wanted it to be. It was just kind of thrown together last minute. And I think we're going to do more stuff like that on Patreon. It was a really good exercise for us to go just be in the moment and be like, we want to share this. It was one of those though that I could, I don't think I could hit more than once though. Yeah. You went for it. Like you literally like the microphone was like going bananas and it was, it was amazing. Sorry about that. No, it's great. Okay, before we jump over to Patreon, what is something that you're super into this week? Okay, my friend just got me Annie Down's new book, or new-ish book. Um, is it called That Sounds Fun? I yeah, guess, it's called yeah, That Sounds that's, Fun. Yeah, that's the name of her podcast. Um, but I'm already, like, I my friend gave it to me on Friday, started reading it yesterday. I'm already, I'm almost, I'm, like, halfway done. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Is it like a is it. it like a bathroom read or are you just like going through it really quick? I listen to Annie and Eddie keep talking so often and like I've been a follower of Annie for quite a long time. Like remember her book Remember God? I read that in one sitting. Yeah, you got in the car and I read it in like four hours. Um she just has a way of writing that feels like you're in conversation with her. Yeah. And, and you I just, love her. I you love, love her. her. I really just respect the work that she does. And I just, I want to be her friend. I feel like she has that vibe with a lot of people though. So I don't want to yep. come off too strong. One time I um, messaged, I DM'd her and I was like, I like made a comment. I was like, your hair's looking so great today. Like I was like, wow, great hair. To, like, like kind of being silly. And then she was on Instagram at that time. She's like, ah, thanks. And I was like, 
oh my gosh annie uh, yeah i was like i'm so sorry that was like the first message i've ever sent you i'm so sorry i'm like a huge fan of your work and she was just like totally fine because i didn't want to be like that's you know lol it was just interesting so anyways the book is i'm really enjoying the book okay so the thing that i'm super into is the idea of investing money oh my gosh <laughs> Oh, sorry, I did yeah, it. Yeah, you did it again. I yawned into the um, thing, but also talked. Yeah, so y'all can't see this, but Erin yawns throughout the entire podcast. It's just today. No, it is not just today. How dare you lie to all Whoa, of our listeners like that? really agitated. Because when we do it, Babe, you start just... yawning, and all I hear is, this man interviewing me is boring as dirt. <laughs> are you interviewing me, or are we interviewing each other? Well, I don't know, but... Are we just having a conversation? Well, I... You are... Jeremiah. Yes, go ahead. All, you have all the... The shades are drawn. The blinds are down. I'm I'm in a sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah, like Noodles is literally asleep at your feet. Like, what? If, I'm just kind of tired. I have coffee. I'm trying. Uh, I was talking to a friend over coffee, and he got it in my head that investing. Are you is, really going to start telling the world about your investments? Should I not? I mean, what? So here's here's what I'm going to say. I have not invested a dollar into anything. Okay, you don't again. Don't have you don't have to share everything. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, I have just I, <laughs> I'm I'm learning. My only, how do I say this without? Yeah, because I definitely don't want to talk too much about this. But my only viewpoint of investing is the movie The Big Short with with Steve Carell. Yeah, that didn't feel great. Yeah, and someone explained it to me in a way that I was like, oh, that. You know, if I had a hundred bucks, could I turn that into ten million dollars or what? I don't know. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? See, that's all. That's all I'm into. That's all we're gonna do. Yeah. Uh, it's and, not a big deal. And the other thing is, there's been this thing with Dogecoin, which is a cryptocurrency, and I love comedy. Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Live last night. We we're doing this on Sunday. He was on last night, and Dogecoin has been going all over the place. This year, the GameStop thing happened, and there's like so many things happening in the stock market where I feel like, do I want to at least learn what's happening? Because it's so foreign to me, I have no idea. So I'm just like, the thing I'm into is the idea of understanding it. So that way when I watch the big short, I, You'll will, get it. I will at least, because I've seen it like four times. There's a part where it's like, oh, is that confusing? They look at the camera and they're like, well, here's Selena Gomez to uh, explain it to you. And I'm confused even when Selena explains it to me. Babe, here's what we do. Go ahead. I'm already like kind of doing my nutrition podcast on Patreon. Yeah. You start another podcast under the O Jeremiah Talks umbrella that is learning how to invest in real time. I love that. So I told my friend. I'm joking. I'm going to get a loan for $20,000. Oh my gosh. No, you're not. And I'm going to put it all into cryptocurrency. Nope. Because if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Episode one. Yes, we are broke. How, Episode... hope, how hope dies. Yes, instantly. Okay, I love let's you so on. much. Let's head over to Patreon well. and let's talk about Great. the show Friends. Much like Coldplay, very formative for me. And uh, a big part of my, uh, I would say story. I had like a... I just now started getting into it as an adult. Well, I, I would say like a few years ago I started getting into it and I love it. Yeah, it is. It well, let's talk about it over on Patreon. But sure, it is a show that means a lot to me for a lot of different reasons. Okay, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful week. First show this weekend. We'll touch base again next week. Obs. Um,